movies, anime, comics, video games, and pop culture. These are but mere playthings for the manliest beings in all of podcasting history, the powerful Nerdcast. Hosted by the gurus of geekdom, Corey and Christian. Join them each week to discuss all things nerd culture. Everything from Star Wars to Dragon Ball Z and everything in between. Find the powerful Nerdcast on the Rogue Intel Podcast Network at RogueIntel.com. Hey guys, this is Renee. And this is Kim. And this is Round Trip. Our special guest is here. And craps in the background, you can hear him. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there they go. Oh, there they go. <laughs> Someone has a big finger. It's like a whole, whole thing going on. <laughs> a lot happening <laughs> um but, but stacy's here um because we went on her hunt to talk about some of the fun things she's done she's done a lot of fun stuff of course uh but particularly uh to talk about some of her adventures in the caribbean um we've done a lot of shows but we haven't done anything now that i think about it on the caribbean and we've gone to the caribbean a lot which is weird yeah <laughs> that's surprising yeah well yeah. i'm happy to be the first person to delve into this interesting topic with you ladies yes Yay! <laughs> Isn't that right? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I guess first things first, let's talk about location. Because when you say Caribbean, <laughs> that could be anywhere. Yeah, for sure. So, where did you go? So, um, I have been to the first trip I took to the Caribbean was um, in 2009. I went to Providenciales, which is an island in Turks and Caicos. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my very first trip outside of the U.S. And I just turned 29 and been living in Arizona for a couple years. And um, I had worked with a, a girl who's one of my dear friends today, <laughs> Regina, um, who did a lot of extensive solo traveling. And she inspired me to be brave enough to take a trip by myself. And where I come from, I'm, I'm from Ohio. I had only lived in Arizona for about four years, but where I come from, travel is something that I only saw married people do. (laughs) Like my grandparents um, have been to Morocco and France and Canary Islands and Jamaica, and they've been all over. Um, But it never occurred to me to go places by myself until I saw somebody else doing it. And, you know, I thought, well, I'm single, no kids, you know, this is the perfect time to explore the world. Why not? So um, my first trip, Providenciales, and I picked it because I had heard, I think I had read that Bruce Willis and Demi Moore got married there, or they had a house there or something. And then I read that Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner went there. So I was like, just Googling pictures, because I didn't have any inkling of where I should be going. So I started Googling pictures of Turks and Caicos and I mean, uh, stunning beauty of these beaches was like, I need to get there. That's where I'm going. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I didn't know anybody else who had been there. And that was a factor too, because I know a lot of people who've been to Jamaica and the Bahamas Mm -hmm. and I thought, you know, 
people I know have been there and done that. I want to be the the trailblazer. Right. (laughs) Go somewhere nobody I know has been. Uh, So, so, yeah. So for the the Turk Islands, because I I think I've only been a Grand Turk. I haven't been Turk and Caicos. I think it's it's something different from Grand Turk. Well, that's the name of the group of islands. Grand Turk is the main larger island and Providence. There's only two islands. Providentiales okay. is the smaller, more secluded one. So that's the Caicos part. <laughs> I think so, yeah. That's the Caicos. That's the Caicos side. <laughs> um, so, you know, obviously I'm a single woman supporting myself. I did not have an extravagant budget upon mm. which to draw from. So budget was a concern. I wanted to stay somewhere reasonably priced, um, but safe. And I wanted to be on the beach. Right. So I found this cute little like boutique hotel. It's like a three star, um, nothing fancy, but super cute, clean, bright, airy little resort. I don't remember mm-hmm. how many rooms it had, but it wasn't many. And it was bungalow style mostly. Ooh. It's called the Sibonet Beach Hotel. Um, and it, that is spelled for those who are interested. S-I-B-O-N-N-E. Very exotic sounding. <laughs> so... Their rooms were, I think, like only $129 a night. It was not all-inclusive, however, so I knew I would have to be, you know, paying out of pocket for food. Um, Did they have... So that was, yeah. Did they have restaurants or things on site, or did you always have to leave to go eat? Yes. They did have a restaurant on site, and they served uh, all meals and alcohol at the bar, Mm -hmm. but it was on Grace Bay Beach, which there are a string of hotels all right next to each other. Um, So when I was there, I took advantage of that, and I'd go to the hotel next door one night for dinner and the hotel up the beach one day for brunch or lunch. Mm -hmm. So I frequented most. (laughs) I hit most of the hotels on Grace Grace Bay (laughs) Beach. (laughs) For different meals, just to mix it up. Um, But um, the hotel itself was really cute and nice and, you know, perfectly um, serviceable for somebody who's traveling alone. Okay. I want to say I took a, I want to say it was U.S. Airways at the time flight there. And obviously being in Arizona... We do not have any direct flights to the Caribbean mm. anywhere. Nope, none at all. None. Which is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and I had even looked from L.A. because I thought, well, maybe if I, you know, can fly to L.A., I can get a direct flight from there. Oh, no. L.A. has no direct flights to the Caribbean either. So I had to fly into Miami, which mm-hmm. is the most horrible airport in the United States. I'm in my glad opinion. that I'm not the only one who thinks that. Horrible airport. (gasps) Agreed. (laughs) Agreed. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it was a horrible nightmare experience getting through customs there. I'm not even going to – don't even get me started. It was horrible. But (laughs) that was where I had to fly into uh, from here to make the trek uh, from Miami then Mm -hmm. to the airport in Providentiales, which is like a tiny – it is the tiniest airport I've ever been in. Ooh, so what was the plane? Was it a, like a regular plane or was it like one of those small? No, no. It was just like those tiny, I don't remember. I don't, I'm not good at plane names. Like, I don't know, a Cessna from a Fesna. Right. So don't ask me what the name was. <laughs> don't ask me what the name was of it. 
But no, it was a small plane and it had one of those loud motors and it was like felt shaky in the air. And I'm not a nervous flyer. So if I'm telling you it was like kind of a sketchy flight, believe me. (laughs) Which is interesting for that being your first solo trip, like that experience, you know, that the whole craziness at the airport and then that, you know, the little small plane. Yeah, it was very nerve wracking, you know, yeah. having not been abroad or out of the States before. It was very nerve wracking and jarring and weird. Um, <laughs> but, but the trip itself was fabulous. I spent um, seven, seven days and six nights there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wasn't looking for, because I was going by myself, I did not want to have like a party experience, which is one of the reasons why I picked Providenciales, because it's secluded and relaxing, and there are not a lot of people that go to this island, you know. I wanted to relax. I didn't, you know, intend on doing partying by myself, because I was still uh, scared, you know, semi-scared going to a foreign country by myself, (laughs) where nobody knows me. Um, so really, at my plan was just to relax a lot on the beach, maybe do some spa stuff, eat like a pig, and sleep on the beach. <laughs> and that is exactly what transpired <laughs> on this trip. It was fabulous. Right. I think most of the activities, I took a couple, I took a boat ride one day with a group. Um, I think it was like 60 or 70 bucks, not expensive. Um, it had a lunch. Um, I one thing about traveling alone is that people tend to talk to you more. So I talked to a bunch of people on the boat and made some great acquaintances. Um, I took an evening cruise, made some more interesting acquaintances. Most of the people that I met seemed to be British. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's a popular travel spot for people in the UK. Um, I did a karaoke night at this uh, little bar restaurant called Danny Boys, and the boys is spelled B-O-U-Y-S. Is that Bowie's? Is that how you Boys? say it? Bowie's? Bowie's? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a boat reference, but I don't exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but mostly I just tried different restaurants, slept on the beach, did a little swimming. I mean, just really low-key relaxing, enjoying my scenery. Right. Nice. Wonderful. So I, I know you guys um, had mentioned something about safety precautions. Did you want me to talk right. about some of the, the so, <laughs> Yeah, that's what I wanted to ask you. Because first solo trip by yourself. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Strange Island, you don't know anyone. Mm-hmm. What was the what was the feel? I of course you had to feel comfortable when you went. So I would I would suspect that you felt safe in, in this hotel or in the area. But were there when you were traveling, when you were thinking about going, what were some of the things that you made sure you did in order to make sure that you still felt safe, even though there may have been anything around you that was gonna be a threat? Well, my grandparents gave me a lot of good tips about, you know, making um not so much about the the transit aspect, but once you're there, mm-hmm. about making use of the safe and locking your items up. And, you know, not keeping items strewn about your room of value (laughs) and things like that. And that was one of the things I was really nervous about because I had read some horror stories. I think some of it is unfortunately like xenophobic, racist things, unfortunately, on TripAdvisor and places like that. So I had kind of gotten a little bit of a scare from people saying, oh, you know, our housekeeper, 
you know, stole money from our locked safe. And (laughs) yes, I read a couple horror stories um, that scared me about leaving stuff in my safe. So I, you know, brought not a significant amount of cash with me, but a couple hundred bucks, you know, Mm -hmm. for food and stuff and, you know, favors and stuff like that. So what I did was every day, every day that I went to the beach, I took all my cash with me and I buried it in the sand under my beach chair. (laughs) I buried it in the sand under my beach chair before I got in the water. (laughs) Like I looked around like I had my sunglasses on and my sun hat. And I was looking around 360. Is anybody looking at me right now? Nope. And I just put my hand behind the beach chair and buried the money in the sand. Oh <laughs> what? God. Oh, my God. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Listen, this is genius. No one stole it. Hello. <laughs> Follow my lead, listeners. <laughs> so, listeners. My um... money didn't get taken. <laughs> that is the moral of this story. L- let's just say that's one way to handle it. <laughs> 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 do you have an alternative suggestion, Kim? What, what do you do? I would just what do you say, do when you have um, cash and you're by yourself? I lock it in my suitcase. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. That's an yeah. idea. <laughs> <laughs> as much you as I like take... to dig in the sand, I would be afraid of crab or <laughs> some kind of. Or if you just, what if you just forgot where in the sand did you put it? Like, right. I don't know. Yeah. I knew where it was. Oh. <laughs> I had my little wad. I had comes in and up. you got to try to scramble to get your money out. <laughs> no, right? <laughs> I had it wrapped up in a little rubber band. It was very like mafia-esque. This big wow. wow. And I just squirreled wow. it down in the sand. No one was none the wiser. It was That's genius. Really <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? None of my electro. I locked my like iPad and stuff in the safe and... Nothing was ever disturbed. So, you know, yes, be precaution, you know, be cautious. And yeah, there are things that happen. Um, but, you know, I was lucky enough that the the staff at the hotel was delightful. I made sure to leave money out for the housekeeper. And I had, you know, just labeled it on the, the bed housekeeper. It's a tip. Thank you. And I think that helps, you know, yeah. some people I know deny service to their room when they travel. Um, and leave the do not disturb on. I didn't feel that that was <clears throat> necessary, and I didn't have any theft experiences, luckily. Well, another thing I'll mention, too, before we talk about any other places I've been is, do you guys remember, you know, Lisa Ray from the Players Club was the mm-hmm. first lady of, oh, of, of Turks and Caicos because her husband, oh. Michael Missick, was a prime minister, and that was another thing that intrigued me about this island, and that was another factor in me choosing it it's like oh wow so it's, it's very it's, beautiful it's a fun fact. when you went was that when she when her husband was reigning i <laughs> believe reigning. so yes. <laughs> during his reign during I his reign. In prison now actually for some kind of corruption what? stuff yeah yeah money under the table and government corruption i think and they're so. divorced right oh yes yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure but yeah that was okay. another thing that intrigued me about the island so so yeah that was that. It was beautiful and great, and I, I really want to go back. I was just reading something on uh, CNN that said TripAdvisor had named Grace Bay Beach, the beach on which my hotel was located, as the number one beach in the world for 2016. Wow. It's very pretty. So, it's, be- it's a beautiful beach. It is so. Absolutely gorgeous. 
It is so stunning. I burst into tears when I got, when I <laughs> saw it for the first time. Like I'm like a I'm a water sign, and we're emotional. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just overwhelmed. Like I had literally never, and I've been to beaches in the states before, but I had never seen anything like that before. And it, it moved me so much, and I was like so grateful to be there. Just I was just overwhelmed with emotion. It was amazing. Travel does that to you. It does. It does. So tell us a little bit about your trip to Jamaica. So I went to um, Ocho Rios in July 2015. I wanted to do, I was turning 35 and I felt like that was a milestone birthday. So I wanted to do something exciting. So um, I knew a lot of people who had been to Jamaica and I had been to couple other islands in the Caribbean. And I thought, well, I've been to a lot of places. Now's the time for Jamaica. I hear so much about it. Um, I had recruited some friends who ended up not, none of them ended up being able to come. So this was going to be another solo trip. And originally I wanted to go to Montego Bay, but I know that's more of a party island. And when I'm by myself, I'm not all that much into the party scene if nobody's with me. So I thought, well, where else, you know, in Jamaica could I go that's less of a party scene? And Ocho Rios um, popped up in my search, and it looked amazing and beautiful. And I thought, this is it. This is where I'm going. So did you still fly into Montego Bay and then take a bus or something to Ocho Rios? Yes. And yeah, and this time I avoided Miami like the freaking plague. <laughs> I flew into Fort Lauderdale this yeah. time. I had to come from here to Dallas to Fort Lauderdale. <clears throat> so, um, and that was a much more pleasant experience because if you guys, re- if you remember, we flew, when we took our cruise in 2013, all of us, we flew into Fort Lauderdale. Yep. And that was the first time I had been in that airport and it was just so clean and everything was robust and it wasn't a big behemoth nightmare like Miami. (laughs) I was like, oh, if I come back to the Caribbean, I'm going to see if I can come through here instead of Miami. Mm -hmm. So that's what I did for Jamaica. And I flew the ultra tragic Spirit Airlines, which I will never do again. (laughs) I don't know if any of our listeners have had an experience with Spirit, but let me tell you, this is Satan's choice air carrier. (laughs) Don't do it. Do not do it. Okay. I think I feel like Spirit Airlines should pull that into their marketing. <laughs> right. Satan's <laughs> choice. Satan's choice air carrier. Look now. <laughs> oh my God. Worst if it's good enough for Satan. <laughs> <laughs> if it's good enough for the devil. <laughs> yeah, it was horrendous. Oh I won't God. do that again. But just the price was so alluring. That's how they get you don't fall for it just pay more just pay more (laughs) it's worth it this was the only time that i have ever had my bags lost and i've been a lot of places i've been to europe i've been different islands in the caribbean different airlines never had my bags lost before so they win the most spectacular airline (laughs) (laughs) that aside They did find my bag the next day. And luckily, I had put enough um, supplemental things in my carry-on that I was able to survive without my bag for a day. However, okay. my because flat iron. Because you are a iron, smart traveler. Yes, I, I hope so. I try to be. 
my flat iron tragically did not make it into my carry-on bag. So I looked a hot mess that (laughs) first 24 hours, (laughs) even though that did not deter the aggressive men of Jamaica. I'm I'm sure you all have had experiences similar. If you're traveling alone and you've never been to Jamaica before and you're a female, if you are anywhere from age eight to 80, you are prime material. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Material for a creeper. Okay. Let's just just, just start at 18. Disclaimer there. Right. (laughs) Disclaimer there. (laughs) Right. I'm being totally real. Whoa. 1881. Let's just shift that a little bit. Maybe I'm exaggerating the age range, but you get get the gist of what I'm saying. Yeah. the, the, The thing I remember is who the boss are you? That's the question that like, was that's asked. What, that's what guys would say. Who the boss are you? Really? And I was so I confused by that wording. And I mean, that, you know, it's a, and it's not an accent that I was used to hearing. So, and, and the words didn't make sense to me. So I'm like, I don't understand what you're asking me. And and so I know this poor guy thought I was an idiot. because Probably. He, he was like, well, who the boss are you? And I'm like, um, I believe that I run my own life. Yeah, you're like, he am was I like, no, are you married? Or... He's like, where's your, where's your man? And I was like, oh. Oh, well, why did you say that? <laughs> As I continue oh to walk God. away. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, they were yeah, because very aggressive. It starts not only as with soon as you get off the plane. Yeah. Not only with proposals of bringing you in to be their, one of their wives, but yes. selling you weed. <laughs> one up. Um, giving you a ride. Oh, yes. I mean, if you yeah, if you are so... if you visit Jamaica and you are looking for those things, you will find them very easily. If you are They'll not, find you. you need to They'll really you. Be, have your poker face on and just be like, <laughs> no, and walk away. <laughs> like, don't engage in conversations that you're not yes. ready to, to pull out some money for. True. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a ganja a ganja solicitation as soon as I set foot on the beach. Oh, yeah, so, it's like, do you want to get married? Do you need some weed? <laughs> in that order <laughs> neither of those let me give you a ride <laughs> well and I heard some very interesting uh, it, the most interesting pickup line in Jamaica um, this gentleman said to me what are your hobbies besides being sexy and oh, no. I thought that, you know what that is really smart you get a gold star Right. <laughs> what are my hobbies besides being sexy that is a good line ain't it Ever since the hobbits threw the ring into that stupid volcano, I've needed a new one. I go to rogueintel.com slash Amazon, and I order my new processes. Go! Go! seen this video online of the lady walking down the street and the guys are hitting on her and she's making comments back to him and so and she's a cute little girl has like long dark hair and she's wearing like some yoga pants and a jacket and she's walking Mm -hmm. down the street and they just continuously record her interactions with men so one guy is like hey mommy and she's like son is that you And she's like, no, I can really get into this. I have daddy issues. Obviously, you have mommy issues. Like, it's so 
funny. <laughs> we can make this work. It's so funny. And like one guy was like, hey, will you marry me? And she was like, yes. <laughs> I mean, the guy like turns and walks away. It is so right. funny. He's like, uh, city hall in an hour? Absolutely. <laughs> right. So funny. I'm sorry, tangent. Oh, that's funny. I have not, I have to look for that. Or if you I'll know, I can link. find it. I'll find a link it to me or something. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. But yes, but their aggression, like, I never felt unsafe. I never felt like, you know, uncomfortable. Like, it, it's, it's different. Yeah, it but is. It, yeah. I did, it didn't feel threatening. Like I didn't feel like, you know, true. I wasn't uncomfortable <laughs> or anything like that. It was just different. I agree. I was more entertained than offended yeah. usually because yeah. they have um the ones that were, you know, were approaching me had a very relaxed, affable way about them. Yeah. It wasn't like threatening. It was right. just very like, wow. <laughs> um so yeah, luckily the the hotel that the resort that I was staying at, Jewel Dunn's River Beach Resort, they have a um a shuttle that will pick you up uh at the airport. And I think it's like a 90-minute drive from Montego Bay to Ocho Rios. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the bus is air conditioned because obviously it's the Caribbean, it's very humid. Um the bus is air conditioned. Our driver was super nice and friendly. And actually it wasn't it wasn't the resort's bus. They, I guess, were in partnership with a couple other resorts, so it mm-hmm. stopped at a few other. It stopped at like two resorts before it took me to mine. Okay. Um, so it let some passengers off, you know, at, at whichever, whatever resort they were staying at. <clears throat> so, what did you do on the resort? Did you take any excursions? Did you just spend time at the beach? How did you spend your days? Did you climb the Dunn River Falls? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I did. So I made sure. Due to, um, so Renee, Kim, and myself, and a couple other ladies took a cruise in 2013, a multi-Caribbean uh, so island cruise. It was so much fun. So fun. However, it was in the summer, and the cruise ship was lousy with children. And if you know anything <laughs> about me, I have an aversion to children, Okay. <laughs> So I made damn sure that this trip was not going to be ruined by snot monsters. <laughs> so I picked Jewel Dunn's because it's adults only and it was all inclusive. Mm-hmm. So that was amazing choice. And I highly recommend that if you're, you know, single and childless or if you have kids and you don't want to see any when you go on vacation. It's a perfect <laughs> option. Either way, um, I remember either way. a lot of kids being on that cruise. Oh, I it seemed like. Every time I got off the elevator, a child almost ran into me, or several children. They were like little packs of wolves everywhere. <laughs> packs of- I was like, you know what? We ain't doing this no more. So <laughs> maybe they don't exist for me. Like maybe I don't see them. You just don't see them. Maybe yeah. you don't. Yeah, I, they're I just so irrelevant to kids. They're below my eye line, even- so I can't see them. Yeah, she doesn't even notice. <laughs> what is the squishy thing my knee has bumped into? Oh well. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Um, but yeah, before I went, I researched a bunch of different excursions and booked, booked several of them. One that I booked, unfortunately though, was canceled due to rain and it was something I've never done before, which is zip lining. Mm -hmm. And that remains something that I have not done, unfortunately, but they have zip lining tours, they have boat cruises, they have day trips to Dunn's River Falls, which is a huge like waterfall beach set up in Ocho Rios, and it is grand and amazing. And they've got like, it looks like the jungle in part of the 
um, it seems like a park almost, but there's like jungle-esque landscaping and huge waterfall and rocks. And you have the option to either go up and down the waterfall and the rocks, or you could just go up and down the steps. So two weeks prior to my trip, I thought I was the black Jillian Michaels and I hurt myself (laughs) doing burpees at the gym. So... (laughs) My knee was totally jacked up and still a little bit swollen. So I didn't want to do the whole walking up and down the waterfall. So I did the steps instead. And it was honestly just as great and less crowded. I feel like a lot of people, I went in July. um, So there were a lot of people there. It's high, you know, peak traveling season to Jamaica. And so the waterfall was very crowded with people walking up and down it. And there's like tour groups and all of the people in the tour groups are holding hands, walking up and down the waterfalls. Very like, look like a cult kind of. It was a little strange. (laughs) I'll tell you what, it's super frustrating. So I did that. um, You did the waterfall walk? I walked up the waterfall holding hands with a stranger in front of me and a stranger behind me. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. luckily the stranger in front of me was a male. So he Uh understood that he was going to have to drag me up this waterfall. Oh, yes. (laughs) The poor lady behind me, I was just like, I'm not sure what I can do for you. But it was like, you know, it's one of those things. Like I felt it. Because it's it's a it's a pretty serious waterfall. Like it's not just it is a trickle of water. Yeah. It's a legit waterfall. It's but legit. It was so stressful. Like being responsible mm-hmm. for holding on to someone else, trying to keep myself together so this man in front yeah. of me wasn't dragging me along the waterfall. Finally I just gave up and sat in one of the little pools and just waited. <laughs> I was just like, I can't do this. This is ridiculous. Waited it out. Yeah. And so I was yeah. with a friend of mine who was actually from Jamaica and she had climbed it before. Like, as you know, mm-hmm. she had been there several times and her and some random guy had just climbed up on their own. And I was just sat in my little pool and said, I'm just going to wait for somebody to come back and get me because <laughs> I can't continue this cult thing. You're right. It yeah. was very much like we yeah. can make it together. We can all do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the greater good. Yeah. Uh-uh. So, uh-uh. But I, I definitely, it was beautiful, but it was weird to climb like that. Yeah, it looks stressful. And I thought, see, now if if one person falls, everybody Everybody falls down like a domino. Everybody goes down. No, thank you. So I was grateful for the knee injury and I I took the steps and that was a much less seemingly less stressful experience doing that. So from this, when you take the steps, you still get the same experience, right? Like you still yes. see the waterfall. Yes, and, you're, okay. you're just directly you're just walking alongside it, it instead gotcha. of in it with all the, you know, the rocks and the treacherous looking, you know, water speeding down the rocks and the tourists and yeah. And they have these runners. So it's, I can't remember how far away it was from the hotel, but I hired a tour guide for the, for the day to take me there and a couple other places and. I was the, he usually will pick up groups of people at the resort, but I was actually the only person that he had today, he had that day. So it was just me and him, me and Robert. And Robert was amazing. He, um, uh, they don't go in with you, but there are these people called runners at Dunn's River Falls who they will escort you uh, either um, down the waterfall or down the steps and let you take pictures and they'll take pictures of you and with you if you want. So I can't remember what what my runner's name was, but he was really cool. Um, There's great shops. Um, 
at Dunn's River uh, Falls so you can buy, you know, souvenirs and favors and stuff like that. Yeah, there's so a whole market on the way up to it. There. Yeah, it's a market and local Jamaicans run them. So they're very solicitous. So be <laughs> wary of that. They want your money and they're going to ask you to spend it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but uh, after I went there, Robert took me to um, this um, like lagoon type place called Blue Hole. Did you visit mm-hmm. there, Kim, when you went? We went to a, I don't know what it was called because we went on a jet ski. We didn't go oh. on the street. Um, uh-huh. We did that thing you're never supposed to do, but went off with a stranger on a jet ski. Um, <laughs> and he took us to a smaller falls that had a little blue pool that was like a bubbly, um, you know, like bubbled. Instead of oh. just being the water coming down, there was also like a hot spring or something where they mixed together. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. I don't know what it was called, though. That sounds maybe but, like And it wasn't a hot spring. It was freezing. Yeah. <laughs> But. And it has like a, its own waterfall, and yeah. there's like a there's like a Tarzan rope that you can swing from and jump into the 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 water is this I don't even know how to describe it. It's like this milky mm-hmm. turquoise blue. I mean, it is the most fascinating water I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, how is this real? It looks mm-hmm. like blue Kool Aid. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Cool. There is a I know that Kool Aid that you're talking about too. Yeah, <laughs> I've the had that Kool Aid. Exactly <laughs> like that Kool Aid. It's fascinating. Yeah, it, it's it's beautiful, beautiful, <laughs> most beautiful place. So um, uh, we went there, and you know, Robert's like, "Well, how comfortable are you?" He's like, "You know, it's just me and you. How comfortable are you? You know, wanting to see some of the local sceneries? Like, I normally don't, you know, take groups, but since it's just me and you, and I was like." absolutely like take me to some neighborhoods because on the resort you don't get an idea of how the people of Ocho Rios live right um so he took me through his neighborhood and one thing that that stuck out to me and also riding from the airport to the hotel was they have cows people have cows as like pets (laughs) in their yard did you guys encounter this in Jamaica um, I don't remember. I feel like wild pigs or like wild it was wild pigs there. Or, maybe that was St. Martin. Somewhere I feel like we I don't I don't remember. Or goats. Maybe it was goats I was saying. Okay. I, I, I mean yeah. it might have been goats. Goats. Yeah, yes, goats, but I, I also saw a lot of cattle. It was so strange. But how much so, more sense um, does it make to have a pet that provides milk and meat that's than true. one that just barks? Yeah, or meows like my useless. No, are awesome. Yeah, I'm just, right. I'm just gonna go with dogs. On this one. <laughs> cats, cats are roommates. They're not pets. They are. They are your peers. <laughs> um, but he took me around some neighborhoods. He's like, and he's like, I know you're not getting. He's like, the resort has good food. I've heard, but I know you're not getting like authentic Jamaican, you know, legit. Right cuisine there do you want me to take you somewhere where you can get some of that I'm like yeah I'm like I have a couple you know dietary limitations I'm a pescatarian and he had no inkling what that meant <laughs> like, what is that like, that means oh, you don't eat fish right I, yeah the, okay. I eat fish but no other meat nothing that walks so he's oh, wait, like so okay wait. well that so you do eat fish nothing else. yes okay yeah I don't, don't eat anything that walks <laughs> just swims if it swims if it swims <laughs> it goes in my belly if it swims, it's in. <laughs> it's in. 
Yeah. So he's like, oh, well, that's that's perfect because, you know, we're big on fish and we love he's like, there's a dish I want you to have from this place. It's um, a key and salt fish. Mm-hmm. I want to say. Mm-hmm. Aki and salt yeah. fish. Mm-hmm. Aki and salt Aki, fish. Yes. Aki. So he took me to this little tiny shack and, you know, gets me a meal and he paid for it, which was so unexpected and strange. But I really appreciate it. And I gave him a big tip, you know, and paid him back at the end of the 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 tour. But um, yeah, it was like soul food. It was delicious. What? And it's hard to even <laughs> describe it. It's like the Aki is like a potato like mm-hmm. thing. And it's like a dumpling. It was very crazy and delicious. Yeah. Look kind of like there was like scramble. It looked like a scrambled egg kind of something that was on mm-hmm. there. I can't even I don't even know. Yeah. It was good is what I'll say. <laughs> So if you're there, if you go there and you have a chance to try it, or if you can go out of your way to try it, it is totally worth the experience. It's not healthy. It's very, you know, <laughs> it's it's soul food, so it's a little greasy. But I really enjoyed it. Well, that's really cool that you had an experience where you were able to get a little bit of culture, a little bit of, you know, the actual country instead of just the tourist angle. Um, right. At the resort and at the, the tourist um, locations. So that's really cool. And I like how it seems like from your first solo trip to your next one, how you were more adventurous. You know, you were a lot more, you know, open to just Mm -hmm. being out there and exploring and becoming one with where you were. (laughs) Yeah. Find your self awareness and your (laughs) true self, like in the experience. Absolutely. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, for sure. And I was. I was Renee, you're you know, so gonna get tired more. of this version of me. <laughs> <laughs> so gonna isn't. get tired of it. How could anyone? <laughs> but yeah, I was much more comfortable. You know, after you do it once, you do, do get a a sense of, you know, just be more adventurous, taking some risks, but still, you know, not being an idiot. <laughs> right. Still being right. precautious and you know having a balance between that and trying things a little, you know, out of your, your comfort zone. Cause I don't think, you know, for my Turks and Caicos trip, I don't think I would have wanted to go alone with some man, even if he worked for a tour company, I don't think I would have felt safe doing that. Yeah. But this time around, you know, I was more traveled. I've been places, you know, in between uh, Turks and Caicos and Jamaica. Mm-hmm. I had a, you know, several other travel experiences in those in between years. Um, so yeah, I was much more comfortable doing that and really glad that I had those opportunities. So where are you going to solo travel to next? Um, there's a couple places on my list. Um, I, I want to go to Barbados very badly. Yeah, you do. Brianna makes it look so alluring in her Instagram posts. That's the one place that I've ever been that I was like, I don't think I need to leave here. I don't need to go back. Really? There's there's no reason to go back. I can just stay here. Really? Yeah. I'm not, you know, that didn't really matter. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I know. (laughs) Yeah, um, Barbados is at the top of my list. I would really like to go... I try not to go to the same place twice, mm-hmm. um, but I would really like, there's two islands in particular, particular that I've been to that I'd love to go back to, Turks and Caicos for sure. And also I really want to go back to Aruba. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think that was my favorite island from our cruise that we that we took a couple of years ago. I loved mm-hmm. Aruba. Um, 
I also want to hit up um, Grand Cayman. Mm-hmm. I would love to go there. Some some gorgeous pictures. Can I just tell and, you, um, I will never forget you making that baby cry at that restaurant in Aruba. What? <laughs> I did not. Yeah, you did. That was spontaneously yeah, you... <laughs> like baby do. That was you. Oh, my goodness. The baby what? was eyeing you, and you didn't like it. <laughs> and you made a face of that baby, and she started crying, and it was so funny. <laughs> I will never forget that. <laughs> Listen, why do white babies always stare at black people? That's what I was annoyed about. I'm like, oh, you've never seen a black person before? You're in the Caribbean. I feel like maybe you were, everywhere. You, were, you were in your what own you head about that or something. <laughs> <laughs> the baby could have just I'm thought just you were like... beautiful and wanted to look at you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, or the baby could have been looking at the delicious drink that you had. I don't know. <laughs> Like, like what is wrong with you baby why are you crying like, what happened, baby oh black lady gave me evil eye <laughs> and kim is embellishing stacy I, I? I i glanced at the baby i noticed it had you know it was eye fucking me and i just kind of looked at it like um what are you looking at and it burst into spontaneous tears and that oh, is boy the beginning and end of what happened oh, plus I was drunk so I, I had no malice I was totally drunk do you guys remember that yeah because we had been sitting yeah. there drinking for a while a long, long time I was, I was lit with a capital L <laughs> yeah oh, that boy. was great I'm sorry so you said good time <laughs> yeah but yeah Grand Cayman and I also want to go to Grenada mm. I don't know mm. anybody who's ever been there and the pictures that I've seen and the research that I've done on the island makes it look like a luscious trip. Yes. So those are on my list. And I want to go back to Europe. I want to go back to Paris. And I want to get to the Greek islands. Those yes. are my top two places in Europe that I, that I want to hit up. Nice, nice. Well, you've definitely got a great list. You'll have to come back and tell us more on another show. I would love to. I would love to. Well, we super appreciate you spending time with us today. It was awesome. It's always good to talk to you. And you ladies as well. I miss you guys. We have to do a group trip soon. I think it's time. I mean, it's been. And by soon, I mean in the next like two years. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get this this thing popping. No. I I think you're right. You know what I've been thinking about a lot? And I, again, I think it's the the, uh, birthday that's coming up. Africa. Mm Yes. yes. I just um, about yes. Africa. Where in particular? So, okay, I know this is weird, but I really want to go wherever they filmed that movie, Blended. There was some oh. resort. Uh-huh. Oh, that's in South Africa. South um, Africa. Uh, I don't know. Um, here, let me Google it real quick. But um, but also, I'd like to go to South Africa because um, mm-hmm. of the wineries. I'd love to go to a winery there. Ooh, um, I didn't know they had wineries in South Africa. Oh, yeah. African, African wine is like, what? Yeah, it's girl. like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, that sounds amazing. They were at um, the Lost City at Sun City in, really? in South Africa, where they uh-huh. filmed. It's called the Palace of the Lost City. It's where <laughs> they filmed Blended. Um, but I actually was looking into South Africa. I wanted to go and I found a travel group. They were doing a New Year's trip for South Africa. So you left mm-hmm. on December 30th and then mm-hmm. you stay. So you're in South Africa for New Year's and you come back like Jan- January 5th. Uh-huh. Um, so by the time I saw the trip, I actually emailed this week and they only had one spot left. Oh. And so I was like, oh, crap. But it was one spot and it was a double. Okay. Um, 
that was left. But I said I was going to keep an eye on it just in case they do it again or if they go back. Mm-hmm. But I actually would like to do like uh, more so East Africa to like Kenya, like Nairobi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's what I would like to do. But, well, my dream, one of my dream spots in Africa for years has been Tanzania. Mm-hmm. Um, the yep. pictures that I've seen of those beaches are so astonishingly gorgeous. White sand beaches, clear, crystal blue crystal water. Clear water, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, breathtaking. So the East Africa, yeah, that's on my list. Um, but also I did my um, ancestry DNA mm-hmm. like two years ago, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And it also had to put Nigeria on the top of my list because I found out. So I'm 70% African. 27% European, mostly Western European, and the rest, you know, a little bit of everything mixed in. Mm-hmm. But I, out of my 70% African ancestry, 37% was from Nigeria, which was the most of any other country. Mm. So I, you know, started doing some research, and they have great, beautiful beaches as well, and jungle-like, amazing-looking scenery, and so... That's big too. I need to get to the motherland. I need to see my people. Mm-hmm. My cousins. Don't say your folks. And that's the your folks. where I, I originated mean, from. Yeah, and going to Jamaica, yeah. you kind of get a feeling for that. But going somewhere where everybody looks like you. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's amazing how, not to be a minority. Right. Right. Yeah. So that's kind of amazing. Hmm. Yeah. Agreed. And you get and it, one thing I would say too is, you know, about the resort bubble is. Talk to the people at the resort and get to know them. I mean, I, I got to know a lot of the people at my who worked at my resort mm-hmm. and had a, a long talk with Robert um, during our little tour traveling. And I, I honestly did not know a, a lot about the hardships of people on the islands. And you mm-hmm. think, you know, this is a great mm-hmm. life. You understand that, you know, it's a third world country and, you know, they don't have a lot of jobs and the money is scarce and you understand that on a surface level Mm -hmm. but until you talk to them you don't really understand how difficult it is for them on a day-to-day basis not just to survive but the option of travel is such a luxury to them Mm -hmm. like they honestly think anybody who comes there is rich like (laughs) because they don't have the resources to leave and also they need a visa to get anywhere Mm -hmm. um because they're thought of as a third world country and if they're traveling to america first world you need a visa for that and i had no idea i thought you know hey all i need is a passport to get there i'm sure that's all they need to get here um and you know was woefully misinformed about that island life is not all it's cracked up to be no if you live on an island if you're born and raised there definitely not it's one thing if you're you know fortunate enough to grow up in the U.S. and then immigrate there to retire or something. That's a totally different lifestyle right. than people mm-hmm. who are natives. Right. Or just to put into perspective, the people that were the folks that you know from Jamaica that live here in the U.S. Like that yeah. is a big deal. You know, it that is they, a huge deal you know? that they made it here for sure. Yeah. yeah. Because so many of the people that I met on the, on the, at the resort were like, Oh, I would love to move to America. And I'm like, you would leave this. <laughs> right. Like, like, what's yeah. wrong with you? Yeah, you, you know something you I noticed me. a lot of people when we went and people that we talked to were they had lived in America for some years and then had oh, come back for, for what you uh-huh. know for whatever reasons I don't know but yeah. I do remember a lot of people saying yeah I used to live in because a lot of them used to live in Atlanta and mm. so you know you'd be like oh I'm from Atlanta like oh I used to live in Gwinnett you know I used to live in Sandy Springs uh-huh. and like, oh okay 
Um, but you know, had to come back for, you know, whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the sad thing too, about, you know, being born and raised in a first world country is when you go to a third world one, you know, much less about their country than they know about yours. Like so many people that, that I met were like, Oh, where are you, you know, where do you live? Where are you coming from? And I would say Arizona. And they knew that not many black people lived in Arizona and they were stunned. (laughs) Wanted to talk to me about how I got there. And I'm like, Oh, how do you guys know all this? But, you know, I think for a lot of them, it's, you know, America is like this (laughs) utopia and they know a lot Mm -hmm. about it and they want to come here. And it is, exceedingly difficult for them to do that even just to travel not just to move here but but yeah I got a lot of interesting perspectives and you know it gave me new new compassion for people who um you know aren't born in the comforts of the United States it'll be interesting to see how that changes over the next few years yes it will be because it definitely will change it's already changing I've heard that our people are from other countries are making less travel plans to come here and are very uh, put off by our mm-hmm. current administration. Mm-hmm. Unsurprisingly. Not surprising <laughs> nope. I wouldn't want to either. If I was them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. All right. All right. That's a wrap. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's how we do it. That was great. Shut it down. In the can. (laughs) All right. Well, that's all we have for today, folks. Um, Once again, if you want to listen to our podcast, you can listen to it on iTunes. Um, You can also uh, listen to us, of course, on RogueIntel.com, Stitcher.com, and uh, BlockTalkRadio.com. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RoundTrip. Tweet tweet at round trip pod. At That's round it. Trip pod. <laughs> That's it. That's how you know you're old. You just want to add dot com to everything, right? Everything's not dot com. All right, we're done. We'll <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>